0: is a boost all right i love that look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local target go grab a can and share on social media tagging at c4 energy and the it's me tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are c4 smart energy stay focused life is a highway and on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. You can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. hi guys welcome back to the podcast happy monday hope you all had a fantastic weekend full of fun safe fun but still fun and maybe sun because it should be sunny because it's spring, although LA has not gotten that memo yet. I'm looking at me. So I'm recording from home and I actually am resisting the urge to go and wake him up. I'm sure that this happens to all of you with pets. And I've actually heard that it happens to people with babies too. Like sometimes your baby is just so cute and you like have to pick it up, even though it's like obviously fucked up to wake up your baby or your animal just to tell them how cute they are. Sometimes it happens. Um, But he's so cute. He's lying on the couch. I still haven't removed the blankets, you guys. And now I got those sticky pads, which I showed you on Instagram, I got the sticky film to put it because I'm trying to protect my couch. Why my dumbass bought a white couch when I'm a certified slob with two animals is fucking beyond me. Okay. Just please someone, can we just go back in time and and just do an interview with my former self and be like, in what world did I think this was going to be a good idea? So now I just look like, I don't know. I look like an even bigger slob because I have blankets like skewed all over the place. Uh in, in, in to try and protect my couch. And Miso's like, I'm gonna chew right through these blankets. A lot of you also said if I should put tin foil. And I'm like, hmm, okay, you guys, what do you are you saying that I should tape tinfoil to my couch? Because at that point, I probably would just rather take like a rack, a raggedy couch, right? Because if if I'm if I'm at the point where I'm wrapping my couch in tinfoil, I mean, then how do I sit on it? I don't know about that one, you guys. Usually, you have a lot of good ideas, but I I need more information on that one today. I want to talk about why I wrote the book, uh, and it, I I'm not gonna beat around the bush here. I'm gonna be a very. Honest with you, I want to take you on the journey of how it all went down and what the book means to me and why it's so important for me to get this message out there uh for everyone to read. So, backing up a little bit, I always knew that I wanted to write a book. Like my favorite Disney princess was Belle because she read and that was just my vibe. My dad would read so many books to me. He loved to read and when we were growing up, he would always tell us like reading is the key to life. He was like, "I try to read as many books as possible." And it, well, I really remember my dad saying this to us several times. He said, the only reason I will be sad, like to die is because I won't have read all the books that I wanted to. And I was always like, that's, I, I was like, excuse me, I'm five. Just kidding. But, um, he just really, really was a voracious reader and he made me love reading. And I always liked reading. It wasn't always easy for me because I'm dyslexic, but I loved it. And, English was always my favorite subject in school from when I was little. I loved to read and I loved to write. It just to me was felt so fulfilling. And to this day, you guys know that I always say like reading is the one of the only things that always makes me feel better. Like it is a magic pill for me. It makes me feel less sad. It makes me feel less anxious. It just makes me feel, I think because it makes me feel connected to the universe in a way that calms me. Sometimes I feel very overwhelmed at the enormity of the universe and and all of humankind but when i read i feel like very calm because i'm like wow other people go through the exact same thing we're all just connected and and actually storytelling is something that separates us from every other species because from the from the dawn of time we've been like leaving future generations messages through the written word and that's how we connect with one another that's how i connect with you guys right is through word so um you know, another thing that I wanted to say is like, if you have an instinct to do something, but you don't know how, how it's going to take shape, it doesn't mean that your dream isn't valid. Okay. I wanted to write a book. I had no fucking idea what I wanted to write the book about. All right. When I was living in New York and I was really lost during the lost era, I started to write a fiction book it was ass. Okay. It was ass. I begged my friend to introduce me to her friend, her mom's friend who was in publishing and she read it and she was like, this is kind of more like a script. Like maybe you should try writing a screenplay. Like this isn't really a novel. This doesn't have an arc, da da da, all this stuff. And I was like, fuck. All is to say, if you have a dream, but you don't know exactly what it looks like, you're not a fraud. You just don't know yet. So what? what, what do we do? Follow the curiosity you don't know it will it will shape up that's the same for like if you feel like oh i want to be an entrepreneur but i don't have an idea yet that's okay that's okay you want to be a business owner you don't you don't know what your business is yet that's okay it means that you have an instinct to do something and everything else will take shape just keep pulling that curiosity i want to be really clear about that because i didn't know what i wanted to write my book about until about 2 years ago okay so 2020, I start becoming a content creator, influencer, or whatever you want to call it. Meet Sefi. He's like, I interviewed so many managers, and he was the only one who, when I told all my crazy ideas to, he was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Everyone else was just like, oh, well, we'll make you a big influencer. We'll make you a big influencer. And I was like, that's cool. I want to do that. But like, I also really want to write a book. And I also really want to do this. And I also really want to do this. And he was the only one who was like, 100%, let's do that. Let's let's go. So from the time that I met him, I was like, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. And he's like, okay. He was like, let's do this. Let's, let's do a year. Let's get, let's, you know, just settle. Let's figure it out. Let's find our vibe. And then we'll, when the time is right, we will go and we will find a book deal. And I was like, okay, I trust you. So had a crazy, wild, amazing first year of being an influencer and loved it. and, look, I would be lying if I said one of the greatest advantages of this job is, is like the doors that it opens because, because of this job, I was able to get, I was able to get these meetings and pitch my book idea, which I am so, so grateful for. You have no idea. Like every day I'm like, I I, I can't believe how lucky I am that I got these opportunities. So had many meetings, went with Simon and Schuster and, um, it was a very exciting time. And then I was like, Oh, now it's time to write the book because how it works is you write a proposal, which is like, gosh, I I think it's like 20 pages. And it's just like, this is what my book will be about. This is the vibe. This is the tone. This is who it will speak to. Um, you know, this is, these are the, what maybe what the chapters will look like or the subheadings. And, um, and then they, your publisher buys it you make a deal and then you have to write it. And I'm not going to lie. I loved writing it. I found that part to be cathartic interesting, easy, not easy, but it just felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like it it felt like this is, this feels really good. And I, if you remember, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I was a writer before and I obviously it wasn't anything like a book, but I was writing a lot of articles and I, I just found it. I forgot how I found it so it just like felt like a massage for my brain and i it was so nice to have a project that felt more long term that it also felt nice to have a project that was like kind of more secret you know because I, usually i have brand partners and everyone's working on it with me and whatever and and usually you guys know what's going on and this was just like me chugging away writing it and it took so many twists and turns chapters scrapped chapters added in all that good stuff um and i just found that To be great, and then it was time to release the book, and it's coming out on May 23rd. I'm sure that date is seared into your brain as it as it as it is mine. And now is actually it's been harder for me the the marketing of it, the talking about it. um, It's just been more challenging. I'm as I mentioned in the last pod, I'm kind of freaking out at this point, you guys. I I really am quite nervous, and I don't think I've ever felt so uh, kind of just apprehensive about a process because it's, it's so new to me. And I don't know, it just feels like a chunk of me is being put out there to be judged by the world. But then I try to think like, but what if this helped people? But what if this this book does have the, the desired effect that I want it to? That's what I want to talk about a little bit today. Um, and that's worth the risk. Um, that's That's really worth the risk. making money while they're away which is kind of the dream right like passively making extra money your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host you can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. At its core, this book is about self-esteem and knowing your worth. There is quite a bit of dating advice in there, but it's really about knowing that the relationship you have with yourself will inform every other vertical in your life. And that's why it's so important to have a good relationship with yourself. And I didn't even think about having a relationship with myself until I was in my late twenties. Um, this is not just a book for people younger than me, although I hope that it's extra helpful for those people. It's really applicable to anyone, but I wish that I had had someone kind of validate me and my experiences when I was younger. Because at the time, I didn't really have any influencers that I connected to or that I related to. Because I felt like every influencer was in a relationship. I felt like every influencer was perfect. I I felt like nobody talked about being messy or loving partying or, you know, having... Mental health issues, and that's changed. I'm not by any stretch of the imagination saying I'm the only influencer who does that, but I'm saying when I was growing up, I didn't have anyone to look up to. So, and I'm glad that that's changing, and I'm glad that I am that for some people. But I think for a lot of my 20s, I just felt like a little bit of a loser when it came to dating. And I had boyfriends, but I just always felt like I was doing it wrong. And that's probably because I was, even though I had you know, some good boyfriends and some really bad ones, which we talk about in the book. I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt like I wasn't doing it right. And I felt kind of desperado. And I felt like I wasn't cool unless I had a boyfriend, which is probably one of the most detrimental beliefs you can have as a young woman. I felt competitive With my friends about boys, body image, work, pretty much everything because of scarcity mindset. But I didn't have any of the tools to identify what I was feeling. Like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't identify that. I, I wasn't in therapy, I, you know, I kind of stopped going to therapy when I was in my young 20s. I was like, I don't need this. Like, I'm fine. Like just going a million miles an hour. Like I was working and I didn't get my job and I just felt kind of lost. And I just felt like I was a tornado, which didn't have any like direction. And that manifested in me just being kind of desperate when it came to guys. And and I just wish I could go back and hug myself and be like, no, 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 no. Like, Stop focus on yourself. Boys will come. You need to heal your relationship with yourself and heal your self-esteem and your confidence first, and then everything will fall into place. Like it sounds so cheesy, but it's true, you guys. It's true. And that's basically what this book is all about. It's also about not being able to rush timing. Like, yes, dating is a numbers game. And you can be excited to find your person. Of course, I am too. I think that's one of the main misconceptions is like, I love being single and I'm happy right now, but like, I can't wait to find a person to be in love with. But aside from putting the vibe out there, aside from going on dates, what can I do? W- like, what? I- I'm going to light myself on fire because I don't have a boyfriend. That's ridiculous. And for so long, we've had this negative. Uh, this negative like idea out there that you can't be happy or you're not complete until you have a relationship. And that's just not correct. It's also a lot. The book is also a lot about how, you need to know your worth when it comes to dating, so you don't settle. And I think when when we say "oh, don't settle," a lot of the pe- a lot of people think like "oh, don't settle until you have like a loaded millionaire who like is a sh- prince in shining armor who comes in on a big white horse." And it's like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. When I say don't settle, I mean don't settle unless a guy or a girl is completely certain about you is completely obsessed with you, fills up your cup, supports you, empowers you, is your biggest cheerleader. And that's what I was really lacking. And that that clarity is what I was lacking when I was in my 20s because I was just like, any boy that I can bamboozle into being my boyfriend will be amazing because then I'll be able to say, I have a boyfriend. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? In fact, it was that mentality that got me roped into like the worst relationship that I ever had. With two years, I reverse box theory this guy so badly that I accepted it was less than the bare minimum. It was like trash. I accepted pure trash. And what I can't wait for you guys to read about in the book is like, you will not recognize the girl that I describe. You will not recognize her because she's so different to the person that I am now. While I was writing the book, Tweetgate happened, and for a couple of weeks. I mean, obviously I think honestly longer, I, I couldn't write. Um, and when I came back to the book, it honestly felt like kind of a respite for me because it was like, I could think about something else. And then I was like, wait, I need to talk about this in the book because a book is like, It's scary because it's a snapshot in time, but it's also beautiful because it's like where you are when you're writing it. And I was going through it at that time. So I was like, this is a way for me to process and reflect on what happened and my thoughts on it. And so I wrote a couple chapters about it and, you know, it ties into themes of um, learning and growing definitely a lot about body image and about how if you hate yourself you are more prone to being a nasty person which i was um about friendship about how it's really easy to be someone's friend when they're flying high and they're like the number one influencer and they can take you to parties and get you free stuff and all this stuff and like what happens when that all goes away you know what happened to my friendships what happened to my self esteem then you know all of that stuff so I went back and forth on whether I should include it. And then I was like, what am I talking about? Like, this is a conversation between me and my community. I need to be a hundred percent honest in here. So I'm really excited for you guys to read that too. Um, there's a lot about friendship in it, a lot about female friendship and why it's so fucking important and so crucial. There's a lot about when you get into a relationship, why it's important to keep those friends close of course, we've all had boyfriend sickness. It happens to everybody. And it's honestly kind of fun, like a mild case. I, by the way, I put the whole scale of boyfriend sickness in the book. So get ready to diagnose yourself. Um, but why it's important to hang on to those friends and why it's important to really maintain those, those relationships and why it's actually beneficial for your relationship. If you hang on to those friendships, um, there's even a chapter about parents in there, about how your parents are just people. That's a really interesting one. I don't even want to say more because I think that, that I'm really proud of that that part of it. And um, that took a long time on my part to get to that point, but I'm so happy that I did. Um, and then of course there's all the theories, all the, all the theories new and old. And I really dig into it, all the tips and tricks, because even though I was definitely an idiot about dating for most of my twenties, I did learn a lot. And at the end of the day, you know, that's what, that's my whole shtick, right? Is I am happy to fall on the banana peel and then tell you guys about it. If it will save you guys from falling on the banana peel. This book is a love letter from me to you guys. And I just, I want it to help you. Like I, I truly, that is what I want. I want you to feel better, stronger, happier, more informed after reading it. And I I just wish that I had this book um, when I was younger. And I think ultimately, like, what are we all doing if not to help each other feel like more okay? Like, I I just, I mean, sometimes I right now could, sometimes I seek out influencers or other people and I I just want someone to be like, it's okay. Like, what you're going through is okay. What you're feeling is valid. Um, It will be fine because I've been through it. And that's, that's like why I wrote this. So I hope my intentions are clear. I am so excited to get it out there. I'm scared shitless. I mean, I'm scared, like, I'm scared people will misunderstand it. I'm scared people will think, I don't know. I don't even want to be like negative. I don't even want to put that out there, but I just, it's scary. I know that there's going to be people who like think that. It, you know, oh, wow, what 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 business does this influencer have writing a book? Or like, oh, we don't need another pink book about like, you know, n- n- whatever, fluffy feminism, like we don't want this. You know, there's so much hate out there, especially towards women who are trying to make other women feel good. So I'm definitely nervous of that. I already received so much of that negativity. I got a comment, On one of my TikToks, what I was doing to promote the book, and they were like, "Why would anyone listen to this girl? This is this is actually a good note to end on." It was like, "Why would anyone listen to this loser girl? Like, give advice? She's thirty-two and single." And I wrote back, and I was like, "You are exactly why I give advice because you think that there's something wrong with being a woman and being thirty-two and being single." And I honestly should make a video responding to him. It was a it was a guy, and I should say, people follow my advice because I'm happy and because w- whether i have a boyfriend or i don't i fill up my own cup and i have fun and i'm grateful for my friends and my job my cats um and that's ultimately what matters and it's it's like hard but i do believe genuinely we're in the middle of a paradigm shift you guys you can't rush timing but you can control your relationship with yourself and your self esteem and how you feel and that's what's important at the end of the day because ultimately we plan and god laughs. We really don't know what's going to happen. The only thing you can control is how you feel in yourself, how you treat people and how you feel. Um so that was a brain dump, but I I truly believe there's something for everyone in the book and I'm so excited. It's definitely kind of like my manifesto of how I think everyone should approach dating and life and friendships and relationships too. Um there's so much in there. So I I can't wait to get it out there. And thank you for all being so gracious and kind and patient with me as I, as I promote it. It's, it's a lot. And, um, I just, I'm so lucky to have you guys. I I really hope that you feel the love in the book from me to you because, um, that's, that's what I want to give you. Um, everything's in the show notes. If you haven't pre-ordered, come see me on tour. I love you all so much. And I can't wait for you to read it. I'll see you back out here on Wednesday. Bye.